Good evening, Kelsey. <laughs> good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Any hoosers, what's been up with you? Time has just been so <laughs> insane. So yes, we, after our recording on Sunday, was pretty busy. And then my weekend. This one was, that, yes, this, yeah, this yes. past one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Was pretty jam packed. I found a new disco ball, which was great. Wow. <laughs> Meaning you found a new place to dance. Yes. Loved it. And I think anybody who's like, I'm not into dancing, like I'm not into big crowds, would love this place as well. It was at the Disney Boardwalk. Fabulous. There wasn't wasn't that many people. Great. So it'd be great for people who like come down here on vacation and... Want to whoop it up. Yeah. And the jams were on point. Top notch. Yeah. (laughs) So there was that. So that was like a dinner and dance date with the astronaut. With the astronaut. The astronaut re-enters the chat. (laughs) That's fabulous. Yes. So we we did that. And then, you know, I think I had said on this podcast prior that like I was gonna hesitate in telling people about the podcast yeah and like not say anything but when somebody asks you like so what do you do on your downtime like yeah when you're not working <laughs> yeah I'm constantly thinking about this podcast so I just said oh yeah my friend and I we have a podcast and then yeah. at dinner he like subscribed to it and then I think he's listened to like almost every episode well, because of the conversation that you're having or based off of watching our metrics go up by one listener. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had told me like, yeah. you know, I've listened to quite a this, few. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I oh, appreciate the listens. You're right. right. <laughs> but he did For say it felt else. like it was reading my diary. And yeah, <laughs> that's how, that's a lot of times my coworkers listen a lot of coworkers. Well, okay. That's an exaggeration factually i have coworkers who listen what i was going to say was i have a lot of coworkers who listen but i have coworkers who listen and they say the same thing sort of but also friends of mine like life has just been really busy lately and i haven't been as good on like keeping up with some of my friends mm-hmm. you know like checking in and vice versa but they all know what's going on cuz they listen to this pod but it's like very one sided like i don't know anything about what <laughs> going on with them so I feel like it it's like great but it's not because yeah I want to know what's going on in their lives just (laughs) as much you know we all need a podcast so that yeah we all do you know yeah so that was that that was that was a good time on Friday and then yesterday I went out with our dear friend Lewis love and oh yeah because it's Formula One yes and so I had made this bet earlier in the week and I said to him, let's, let's write a list, like one through 20 of the drivers uh-huh. of who's going to come in like what position yeah. at the end of the race and whoever wins buys breakfast. Great. So, I totally thought, because I know nothing. Right. You know, something. I know, I know nothing. <laughs> I, I know some things because of drive to survive, but right. other than that, I'm not like a expert. Yeah. Right. And so I, you know, had no strategy Mm -hmm. and he had come up with some like 
Lewis formula that I yeah, an algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> Based off of the wind that day. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. And I won. So I didn't have to buy yes. breakfast today. <laughs> yes, he's probably so pissed too, because he probably did put in a decent amount of like historical context <laughs> with the the biometrics of like the meteorology reports <laughs> and you know, I don't know, like all these sorts of things where the tectonic plates are right now. Like he yes. probably had so many theories. Oh, totally. And he had somebody that he put in last place because he wasn't expecting them to do as well as they did. So I think yeah. that really screwed but, like, him over. Yeah, messed up the order. Yeah. So but if really you both excited. didn't put Max Verstappen or whatever <laughs> his name is, who I hate so much from all the stories I hear, I know nothing about this sport. Except that this horrible human being wins all the time. So you both better have had him as one because that's we we did. Yeah, but it was kind of funny, like I don't mind Verstappen. Oh no. So your your lovely husband, I, I can just imagine listening to this and he's gonna be like, Ew, Aaron, ew. Yeah, I'm a LeClark fan. And mm. I, again, I know nothing, <laughs> but from the half of a race I've ever watched, which was horribly boring and dreadfully awful, he's my favorite. Justice mm. for Leclerc. And I did hear Is last Leclerc, Leclerc, I think Leclerc, Leclerc, but it's spelled like Leclerc. Yeah, Lewis is probably pissed. Leclerc, Leclerc. <laughs> now this is, is not that this is an F one recap, right? But he did. <laughs> he it does did... pair nicely into what our topic is. <laughs> it does. <laughs> his car did stall sudden today during the race because you know I had to watch the race. I committed mm-hmm. to watching the first race like mm-hmm. months ago, right. um, and it did stall. And so then he got out and the on the raceway and was like drinking like a Dasani bottle of water. Yeah. And I was like, man, he's an attractive man. Yeah. And a rich bitch. So (laughs) now that is the sport to find somebody in, you know, it's very, and kind of your type physically. Yeah. The, the drivers of formula one, they got to be like lean. They're like jockeys, but they Mm -hmm. can be taller. I think. Right? Yeah, I think jockeys, you you have to be like 110 pounds right, like or less. Right, there's a weight. Yeah, a weight requirement. I don't think like you have to be 110 pounds. I know they get weighed in for F1. Because, like mm-hmm. okay, I can't actually say anything because I don't actually know if this is real. <laughs> but don't they then like make all the cars a certain... I think they get fitted to the car. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I can't say much because <laughs> I just know my husband and Lewis will just be all over my ass if I, I know. Them. I know, especially because yeah. truly the demographic who listens to this podcast, majority we'll speaking, probably know nothing about F one. So what we say will be semi factual. So yes. I don't want to say anything wrong, but I hope the sport burns and dies because I hate that Alex watches it so much. I would watch every other popular American sport before I would want to watch F one. And the commitment this man now has to the sport is—it's a big commitment. It's such a big commitment and it's like, I can go into it, but I won't, but, (laughs) but you had a good weekend. I did have a good weekend. It was, it was fun. And then Lewis and I did talk about your soon visit. Excellent. Excellent. The Floridians are starting to ask now that, you know, I've only been giving updates about it since like October of last year and nobody seemed to care about it. But recently a few other Floridians have been talking to me about it. So now I can see it's close enough that you can all like 
digest yeah. the plans. So I don't think that they're telling me like, I'm going to have to go to a park. And he's like, well, we were all planning on going to Epcot and, and whatever. So anyways, not that this is for the pod, but I, I, I heard about the, the drinking around the world. Oh method. yeah. You're going to come drink around the world with us. Yeah. I didn't know that though. <laughs> <laughs> right, because because I had not communicated yet exactly, but Lewis did just recently ask Alex. Anyway, yeah, we can talk after the pod. But glad yeah. you're glad yeah. we had plans to see you. There were many options of how we could see one another. Drinking around the world just happens to be one of the fun ways. <laughs> so. Yes, yeah, and I was like, well, is it going to be difficult because of the kids to no. do it? Because it's like because the way Lewis describes it, it's like an all day. Yeah. You got the kids stroller, pushing around. <laughs> That's why we're going to drink. Cause we got the kids. Yeah. So down. Yeah. Excellent. Be- mm-hmm. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we had friends from Florida, Melissa and Lewis, different Lewis, mm-hmm. L-U-I-S Lewis, which is so great that they do spell their names different because like at one point there were two Lewises, like there was the Lewis you were just talking about. And then the Lewis that I'm talking about. So Excellent. <laughs> Like it was very helpful that they had one has an O and one doesn't. But anyway, so Lewis and Melissa were here this weekend and it was a horrible storm here. Bad, bad storm. And I was on my way in the horrible, bad storm to get them because it had, it was snowing and it was bad, but like they were already take, they had already taken off. So Mm -hmm. like they weren't delayed, you know, at the airport, they were in the air and they were texting that they had arrived, but I can't do anything. Like it is horrible conditions. <laughs> so I I'm getting close and I'm realizing like, I still haven't heard. And I'm like, it's taking me much longer to get to the airport than it should. So I'm like, they definitely would be off the plane by now. And so then I get Alex to try to like talk to Delta to figure out like what's happening with that flight. Finally, we hear from them that they were in air. They got to Detroit. They circled in the plane, the airport for like 10 minutes. And then they ended up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin (laughs) for the evening. So we all sort of came to the conclusion. It made no sense that they come and like sit at the airport and wait. Cause likely they weren't going to like the plane wasn't going to come back that night anyway so they spent the night in milwaukee wisconsin doing wisconsin cheese curd things and then joined us on saturday and sunday and we did all sorts of fun stuff in detroit and then in plymouth and it was a good time so that was so fun yeah that's great i know my my family still doesn't have power oh yes and there are so many of our listeners probably who have been in the same boat because we had this storm a couple weekends ago Mm -hmm. and then again this time we fortunately the first time around everything stayed on and then this time around kept power the whole time lost internet for like a few hours but it was restored so but our neighbor our directly next door neighbor didn't have power Mm. and the whole rest of the block. So we like got so lucky that we kept power. And then a neighbor down the street, a tree fell onto their garage. It's like, does that like trees all over the place? Like big trees fell, but all of them were like falling the right way. 
but theirs fell right onto their garage. So I hope none of our listeners that that happened. Yeah. Yeah, My mom was saying that like, there was like 200 people out within the little township that they live in. And then they, you know, 195 of them got restored except five people. And my parents were like, do they lose plumbing when they lose power? Yeah, because my parents you, lose plumbing. Yeah, they, you lose everything, but once they have a generator, that's, uh, which then you restores plumbing, and in the summer it restores the air. Now, growing up, we would have we had a generator some towards the end before college and end of high mm-hmm, school, mm-hmm. but that was rough because it it didn't like there was no air conditioning, there was no heat, like there was no. It was just yes. like to maintain the refrigerator like yeah turn on a light (laughs) yeah yeah our friends McKenna and Chris their house lost power which loses plumbing for them and they were out from Wednesday night till Tuesday day and they had to stay because they have cats and they wanted to like use space heaters to keep their house like their pipes warm so like someone lent them a generator just to like plug in enough outlets to Mm -hmm use the space heaters and like have internet, you know, but anyway, that's like a week. That's so crazy. I can't imagine. So hopefully all of every, like all of our people have their power plumbing and internet restored. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. But in other news, Erin, this is also what's going on last week. Obviously we had on Dr. Erica. Yes. I just wanted to comment and then we can move on. Please about Dr. Erica. Yes. 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 Yeah. Please. So I don't know if anyone gave you feedback. We or... I got some feedback. Yes. Good. Hopefully it was it was mm-hmm. mostly positive. Mm-hmm. People <laughs> said bring back Erica. I have a text message that says that. Oh, <laughs> shush. That's a little much. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to say in regards to it that that with all of this, I know. It, could probably sound like sometimes when you hear it especially in the way the details and stuff that she got into a lot of people think like they look at their partner or they look at their friends or whoever and they just think it's like a behavior or it's like some type of mood that they're in Mm -hmm. it's definitely not that and so you know we'll definitely have her on again in some form or fashion to kind of even get in more detail or whatever we need to yeah, do. Yeah, and I want to hear her inner thoughts about some of my inner thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> her favorite client, Erin. But it's, so please don't go around saying to others that, you know, like, oh, well, that's your teenager showing up, Bob. Because it's 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 not that. So that's just what I wanted to clarify. And then the other thing is, is there were a couple people recently that my teenager really adored. Like we would have gone the distance. Yeah, we would have gone. Like my teenager and their teenager, but uh, my adult was like, "No, this this is unhealthy." Mm -hmm. So that's that's a good. I would say it's more of like a when your teenager loves somebody or like thinks they can go the distance. Mm -hmm. Definitely more of the toxic, for sure. Toxic angle, and I just I just wish like everybody would do it and I just wish my ex would do it her would do what learn these things yeah (laughs) because I think it would change his life but I just know that everyone would benefit from this work so Mm -hmm. so now that that important topic is over we must get into the real 
the real work. the real important stuff the real <laughs> real important stuff my reality television drama <laughs> so i promise this will not be the entire episode and there are some spoilers for those who care about the show Vanderpump Rules and all of the people that it connects to. But it is, I think, a fun topic to talk about when talking relationships because there are so many shows, reality competitions in general about love. So that leads us into today's topic. Now, for those who don't know, I think they're in like 10 or 11 seasons and it's currently airing on Bravo. Okay. When I say there is some shit, there is some shit, but they're, they are a show that has primarily had the same cast the entire time. And there are people who are on the current season and it is essentially just OGs, like people who have been there since like season three or earlier. And Aaron, the drama, the drama, the people cannot handle what is going on right now. Okay. One thing about this group of people, again, if you don't watch the show, which I do but, not, so I have no idea. You what don't watch it about. at all, like you, because no. you do watch other Bravo shows. But you I don't do. Watch I just, I never was like a Lisa Vanderpump person. So uh-huh. I, when she started branching off, and not that it's the shows are about her, but because of right. her name and her restaurants, right. I was like, well, it's amazing. And you should really spend all of your time going all the way back to season one. But ultimately, to tell you what's going on right now, and then to dive into today's topic of just like reality love shows and our feelings about all the shows we mutually watch or just one Mm -hmm. of us watches. Right now, what is currently happening is two OGs, Katie and Schwartz. Now his actual name is Tom, but there are two Toms in the story. So thus we will use last names, which is very common in the show to call these Toms by their last names. Katie and Tom were married. They were dating before the show, dating on the show, got engaged on the show, got married on the show, divorced. So the divorce happened off camera between the last season and the current season, but it was announced like amicably at the same time, like they had a plan sort of like release, like Katie had a statement and Tom had a statement and they came out like virtually back to back and they decided to remain friends because this is a show based on a group of friends who back in the day, they all waited at a at Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant, not a single one of them work there anymore. So like that part has gone away out of the show, but this couple is like sort of like the middle couple, like the couple that connects all the people, but they're all friends. Right. So Katie makes it pretty clear. Tom Schwartz, husband of mine, who's now my ex-husband, we can be friends and remain friends and make sure that our friends don't have to pick sides as long as you don't mess with anyone in the group, which is extremely reasonable. Yeah. Okay. Pause on that. Then there's Raquel and James, horrible human beings. Both of them. James is a horrible human being, treats women horribly. Raquel, her persona is like ditzy beauty queen who isn't all there. You know what I mean? Like just like a little Mm -hmm. ditzy. They on the show start dating, get engaged, engagement parties filmed, engagement at the reunion they say last night we broke off our engagement 
okay, these people really know how to give us a show, right? <laughs> so now we're starting off this season. They have a broken engagement. They are still in the same friend group. He's got a girl. She's starting to like be interested in Schwartz. Ugh. Okay, so we'll just, there's so many more details, but we will leave it there. And then one more important couple is the other Tom. Tom Sandoval. Tom Sandoval was dating a previous cast member when the show started. She cheated on him with another cast member. He, Tom Sandoval, ends up dating another cast member. Her name's Ariana. And they have been in a committed relationship for nine or so years. Never engaged. That wasn't like a part of the plan. They own a house together. Sandoval and Schwartz, the two Toms, best friends, toxic best friendship, but best friends. They have a Lisa Vanderpump restaurant named Tom Tom after Mm -hmm. them. And then they open up a bar on their own that just opened recently called Schwartz and Sandy's. Tom and Katie get divorced. Raquel breaks off her engagement, starts showing interest in Schwartz. That's a big no-no to Katie. All this season, it's the drama of Schwartz and Raquel. Aaron, she's been cheating with (laughs) Sandoval for like seven or eight months. They've been having sex after his concerts because he's in a cover band concert. And now everyone's boycotting all of their restaurants. I mean, Instagram and Twitter are blowing up. We cannot handle this because (laughs) how freaking messy, how freaking messy. She has dated four people now on the show, Raquel, or like hooked up with or tried to hook up with Uh four people. I'm not shaming her, but two of the people were off limits, especially the last one, especially Sandoval. And it's real. That's the thing when people say reality television is not real. This shit's real. Ariana is hurt. The business partners who went in on these restaurants are hurting. Like, this is crazy. And now Lisa Vanderpump is going to be Andy's singular special guest on Wednesday nights. Watch what happens live tomorrow night when you're listening to this podcast. Oh, it's just, it's to die. It's to die. Is she, is she coming on just for that Wednesday yes. or she, okay. I didn't know if yes. you, you made it sound like she was coming on multiple times. No, no, no. Just like this Wednesday, but is the solo guest to comment on all of this relationship drama. Isn't that just so crazy? The love quad, the quadrangle quadrangle. Like there's so many corners to this love situation. Anyway, it's so crazy. And I hope that all of my Bravo Vanderpump Rules fans are following along because this shit is going down. Every minute is like something else is coming out about the situation. And to wrap this whole thing up, (laughs) again, for all the haters who say this isn't real, real people do get hurt. And then there are real people like me who are living on every moment. I mean, the amount of content that I have DM'd my husband because he is a Vanderpump Rules fan as well. Like all the memes, all the threads, we our relationship mine and alex's is just it is thriving at the moment because there's so much instagram content out there that is just making us giggle next to one another sitting on the couch so the love triangle Aaron. i mean it is like it is pretty quick right so this all led me to think 
what other shows and i know you watch some lovey-dovey shows and how do we feel about reality television and love depicted on reality tv yeah thank you so, for joining me on that wild ride yeah. your hands and arms in the vehicle at all time while kelsey is i will just say you lost me <laughs> yeah really early on just because i don't know any of the characters and i don't know what they look like and yeah but well, it I does it sound very chaotic really very chaotic and it very is. good tv so. excellent and the love and relationship dynamics on that show are just like cray cray yeah but i so with reality television, I used to, in regards to like the love shows, yeah, like, yeah, I, I got to keep myself on track because I can talk <laughs> all television, but I will talk love TV only today. Yeah. I started watching The Bachelor. Uh-huh. And this was, gosh, I mean, there's been so many seasons, but I'm sure there are people that listen to this that like watch The Bachelor this is the first season that I have not watched The Bachelor in probably a few years because I did take a hiatus in like the early 10, 2010s. Uh-huh. But I did start watching it probably when I was in high school. Ben, his name was Ben Flanagan. He was like a wine person, uh-huh. like sold, sold wine. So like with The Bachelor, it's like this beautiful fantasy. Like you go on these beautiful extravagant dates. Mm-hmm. And yeah, everyone's like, like you have to be like a size two. And if you're a man, you have to be like anywhere between like six feet tall to six, five and like all have abs. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely like a fantasy element. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Element. So I just used to always, I wanted to, I wanted to be a cast member. Yeah. You wanted to be a contestant. Mm -hmm. Yes. I wanted to be a a contestant because I I truly believe that it was real. Like I thought, even though like majority of them don't last, I did think that like in the moment, you know, that they were all falling in love and it was like a real thing. But after like listening to like some of the podcasts that come out and stuff like that, that actually kind of like dive deep into all that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just not, you know, it's a lot of producer manipulation and like, these people like sign these contracts and like they're you're locked in you could get sued at any moment even after you're not on on contract anymore so you get std tested like all this stuff well that's smart it is smart but i'm saying like there's and then you have to get like a psychological exam mm-hmm. so you're not like you know psychotic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah i just always thought yeah, but that doesn't make it not real. This is the thing, you know, I'm a reality stan and I will fight to the death on pretty much anyone who's against it for whatever their stance is. I will fight against them. And, uh, and in the love contestant shows, I am sure this is true. Like you said, lots of production, I would say influence, not manipulation, but production is not on camera. So like they do it, like the people do it. They don't have to do it. Like they don't have No, I mean, to I, I think you, I think you say the things that you say, you do the things that you do if you're being filmed. Right. Because the camera doesn't lie. Right. But producers, at least on The Bachelor Bachelorette, want their, especially the direction that they're going now, it's really like they want to villainize. Right. Of course. 
a lot yeah, of they not encourage, just the, I'm sure, things like they yeah, make but, you feel like you're not wrong for your thoughts, even if like they're crazy thoughts. Yeah. And they're villainizing their bachelor bachelorettes now, mm-hmm. kind of making them look like terrible humans. And so that's why I stopped watching because it was like I wanted to watch The Bachelor Bachelorette as like an escape. Yeah. Like as like this fantasy of like love and yeah. And that's not what that is anymore to yeah. me. So you love. don't want to be a contestant on The Bachelor. No, I would do Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. I did fill out the app mm-hmm. location for Love is Blind. And I did like take like pictures and stuff like that, but I never submitted it yet. You should definitely submit it. And here's why, but okay, here are my concerns. So for those who don't know, cause I at least know some people don't watch these shows. Bachelor, <laughs> I think everyone knows what that is, yeah. but Love is Blind, Netflix. There's been three seasons, men and women, but men are housed in one area. Women are housed in another. They can all see each other. But then when they go on dates, they're in these pods where they can't see one another. So like- the men, the man and the woman are talking to a wall essentially with the mm-hmm. other person on the other side and they get to know each other through just talking with one another and they date all different people like through the pod method and then they start whittling each other down and I think it's like 14 days or like 10 days is the actual amount of time that they're in yeah. the pods and by the end like if you feel ready or you're an influencer and want to get more follows, you get engaged to somebody. Sight unseen is like the show's motto. And then the second phase of the experiment, because they call it a dating experiment, is going on like a honeymoon or like a vacay together. So whoever makes it to the next round, meaning that they propose and production finds their storyline more interesting than others, go on to do like the vacation piece of it and like so that's when they're seeing each other really and like touching one another for the first time (laughs) so there's like a component of like are they gonna have sex or not or like do they like living together ish like like you know can they even be in a hotel room together and then phase three is like living together temporarily for like a few weeks Mm -hmm. so I think all in all the experiments like eight weeks long yeah and then at the end is a conclusion of Friends and family, if they're supportive, at the altar, and they have to say, like, they're, I mean, they're legit getting married. Like, they're in wedding dresses and suits and stuff, and, like, do they get married? And I would love to see you on Love is Blind. My question, though, to you is, do you, I think you can absolutely fall in love that way. Okay, let's start there. Do you think you can fall in love that way? Like, not knowing, like, what they look like? Sight unseen. Sight unseen. Yeah. I definitely think you could mm-hmm. because I, I appreciate deep conversations. So I think if I'm having a deep conversation con- consistently, like yeah. you see in those pods. Yeah. Then yeah, totally. I would totally do it. And I think I, I think that's why like I wanted to fill out the application. Cause I think like, yeah, that would be like a great way to end up with somebody and marry them because you're totally basing it off of like the chemistry you're feeling through a wall like of conversation right so 
so it's a complete opposite of how I fell in love with my husband, you know, because as the story goes, <laughs> I knew nothing about him and only saw his butt and was like, yep, <laughs> that's my guy. But I, and yet I still believe you totally can fall in love that way. But, and I think my husband is the, like, I just think he's so attractive all the time. And sometimes I look in the <laughs> mirror and I'm like, oh my God, I look so rough. Like, like even because he can pretty like men pretty much like look the same all the time. Like, you know, like yeah. sometimes they might look better because like they dressed better that day, you know, it's so, like the whole look. But ultimately, like I'd say like the average man looks the same like every day, you know, they don't do their makeup like they my husband has one hairstyle like you know what I mean they look the same whereas like we can morph into like different oh, yeah. people through makeup hair all that stuff so I just sometimes I'm like wow he is so cute like even in his nasty ass basketball shorts and those dumbass tank tops I've talked about and then I'll like go to the mirror and I'll be like oh my gosh no I look so awful why is he with me and then when I get ready I look snatched and I'm like yep that's why but (laughs) all of that to say though but I do think it all works like I do think it can work but then you know like if you don't find them attractive I think it can all like break down or once their habits start getting introduced like I think the whole experiment does its justice because I do think you can fall in love sight unseen but I don't think you're expected to like stay in love if like the habits and the like physical attraction and some of the external factors yeah line up well I think if I thought that you know the physical chemistry wasn't there like once we started spending time together I would understand that like I would be hated afterwards but i would call it off before because there have been people on that show who have called it off before they went to the altar to the Mm -hmm. altar because i do know i don't know if it was the second season or the first season but somebody asked was like well is is all the stuff paid for like the wedding the yeah and it's not i think they cover the bride's dress Mm -hmm. but you pay for like how many guests you have and the food and like all that So to me, that would be kind of scary, you know, like if production wasn't going to pay for all of it, but then, you know, you're taking a risk. No, well, if you love the person, you have to take the risk. Well, I'm saying, I guess what I was trying to say, and I didn't say it clearly enough, I would call it off if I didn't feel like it was great. So I didn't have to get to the point or the altar and they're like, you know. I do or I don't like whatever they say in that little spiel do you believe love is blind and so I wouldn't want to waste my money or their time yeah but you're also considered a villain when you do that I know but I love a good villain villains are the best because reality tv star villains are not actual villains like they're not like who is an actual villain okay let me back up actually clear my throat relationship competition shows do not have villains because it just is what it is like that's what you sign up for vanderpump rules which is not a relationship reality show 1000 percent has villains yeah but i think people when they don't when when somebody goes off the premise of a love dating show like you call it off before you get to the wedding or you say no 
to the person and they mm-hmm. were like terrific and they got the hero edit because there is that like you see that all the time in the bachelor everyone gets a someone gets a villain edit a contestant and the other person gets a hero edit you saw it in love is blind too with deep tea and whatever the well, other guy's horrible name is. That's he, was that he was horrible but he got a villain edit so you do yeah, get was terrible because he was terrible get, but also shane got a villain edit as well in love yeah. is blind season two. i think he was a little bad too but i think that where you become a villain is when you're not tr- in love is blind we'll just keep specific to that show is when you're not genuine but i would love back to you being on it i would really love to see you go on that show so please submit the application isn't well, tampa they- or detroit one of the upcoming cities well, they, I think they already did Tampa, but you have to be in the city. Like I can't like drive right. over to Tampa. Yeah. So. But like you can work remote and you're willing to live anywhere and you live like two and a half hours. I away. know what I'm saying. Like when they did like Atlanta or Chicago, like mm-hmm. you had to have lived in the city of Chicago. I couldn't have lived in Grand Rapids and took the train. No, three hours. That, but just like lie, Aaron, just lie. We need to get you on the show. They're well, not going to do a Real Housewives I, or a whatever Real Housewives. I mean, a love is blind of the burb you live in. No, I know, but I I think they have already cast it, yeah casted Tampa. But well, I'm, you can use my address if there's a Detroit one. Okay, great. But I do think to the experiment of Love Is Blind that the relationships that they or you one could form in the pods should influence your patience and your chemistry, like physical chemistry level. Like I think that someone's person, this is just my opinion. I think that someone's personality informs my level of attraction to them so much more than their actual physical appearance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I love the personality. And I'm not blind. Like, I'm not blind. Because <laughs> I have eyeballs. But, like, instantly somebody can become more or less attractive based off of their personality. Someone doesn't necessarily become more tolerable for me if they are more attractive. In fact, I had an old coworker who societally would be deemed a very attractive individual. And for those who I work with, he wore suits. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. And I, <laughs> he was insufferable to me. Insufferable. And I think that had he been ugly, he might have been more enjoyable to be around. So I think for me, it actually works the opposite. The more attractive you are, if you have a a bad personality, you become worse. Like you don't become Mm -hmm. like neutral. Like it doesn't work. The attractive level doesn't work on the same scale as the personality. Yeah. I mean, for me, I think it's, you could be ugly or attractive. And if you have a bad personality, like I'm not gonna. Yeah. Right. Like, like you, but I think that is something that I'm trying to work on now where I've had dates with people recently that I don't think to me would be like in the category of like oh man I think he's like super attractive like somebody I would swipe right on like on a dating app yeah without ever talking to them yeah but because of how I met them you know at like meetups or whatever 
I'm seeing their personality over like the the physical yeah. trait, which I think is helping me become a better dater. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm sure that's true. I mean, I just got the bonus that I mean, I think my husband has a really great personality, except when he's pissing me off. But I think he has a great personality. I love the way that he interacts with new people. Like, I feel like that's when you're your most raw, like, like, obviously, you put your best foot forward when you meet new people, Mm -hmm. like new friends, you know, or new coworkers. But also, like, you can be so shy. You can be so timid. You can be so douchey. Like there's so many different ways that your core personality can like slightly shift when you meet new people, or at least I've seen other people's core personality shifts. And I just really like Alex, like when he's around people that he doesn't know very well. Like, I think that that's like a really great trait when you can like act like a good, decent human being. Funny, mm-hmm. good conversation you know, all that stuff. So I really like him. So it just worked out for me that I like his personality and his butt. So (laughs) those two things aligned, but yeah, I, so that's why I really like Love is Blind. Have you been watching or did you watch The Perfect Match on Netflix? So I think I'm on like, I think I started watching it like last week. Uh Uh-huh. Because, you know, I'm one of those people, like, I hate that Netflix, like, releases a couple episodes. I live for it, but. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm on, like, episode, because there's, like, 10 episodes, right? Yeah, like, 10 or 12. Mm -hmm. I think I'm on, like, 6 or 7. It's, I'm past the point where, is Francesca her name? Yeah. Where she, like, she got, like, really upset with Savannah from The Circle. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the next episode, she's like, oh, well, I want to go out on a date with Damien. And who wants to go out on a date with Damien? Like, well, because they have that history from I Love know, which I totally forgot that, like, she was mm-hmm. on that, like, after the altar episode. Yeah. yeah. But, again, he's not that attractive. And I think he's got a really boring personality. So, like, again, like, who? But when I watched season one of Love is Blind, I really didn't like Gian. Giannina yeah Giannina because of her line at the very end of the show where she was like I'm a phoenix rising from the fire and I was like come on like you don't need to be that dramatic yeah well she was a very dramatic contestant Mm -hmm. so I I leaned more towards Damien and then after the altar like Damien looked really bad so then I just didn't like him at all so yeah I'm kind of at that point where she like dumps the guy from the mole Dom. Dom. And spoilers. This is just spoilers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She dumps that guy and now hates her. Yeah. So for those who don't know, the perfect match on Netflix just released season one. (laughs) All episodes are out now. (laughs) It is several different reality shows that Netflix has done including Love is Blind, Too Hot to Handle, The Circle, which is not a dating show, The Mole, which is not a dating show, but everyone should watch both. And a a couple others, 20-something Austins, and I don't know if there was another, but different contestants from those shows are now on this show called The Perfect Match. And one at a time, like they get matched together. There's always five couples 
in the house and they like go on dates and do competitions and spend a lot of time just sitting around talking. Mm-hmm. And then every night they have to like match up again or like rematch with different people. And then the other contestants who aren't matched go home. So it's kind of like Love Island, but for Netflix. Yeah. So do you think you could find your love on that show? In that premise, sitting around a whole bunch talking to people? No, because I feel like it's a strategy. Like everyone is, I feel like that is more, I mean, I think nowadays everyone is going on because to be an influencer. Yeah. It's my dream. It's why I'm here. I could see you doing the circle, even though that's not, it's not, we're not, that's not a topic like of shows, but I could see you doing the circle. Thanks so much. You think? Yes. I think you could do the circle. I would do the circle. Yeah. Want to, want to tag team it as yeah. this podcast like casual and committed like on the the guys that like one of you one of us is perpetually single and one of us is committed af yeah, yeah. i think it would be so good we should see if there's an application yeah, i know we should and that one's that one's abroad they filmed that one in like scotland or england oh okay Didn't like know that. you know little insider info plan. yeah so i could not see myself doing perfect match Cause it just seems like it's a strategy and everyone is just trying to match yeah, with whoever. And I just, it's a competition show. It's like, there's only going to be wait, one. You don't even match. know. You don't even know what they win. Cause you know, have you paid attention? I love, I love low budget shows like this because some of these low budget ones, they just say, and only one will win. And it's like, win what what will they win yeah just you wait Aaron wait till you get to that season finale wait till you find out what they've all been trying to win just you wait I'll leave it there yeah I just thought it was like oh Love Island you win a hundred thousand dollars just you wait till you find out what you remember you did you not watch Too Hot to Handle no Too Hot to Handle I watched it so long ago but the premise is essentially like is it like you can't have sex? Yeah, hot people can't have sex or make out or touch each other or do any of these things. Otherwise, money gets reduced from the pot. And they start out with like, with like maybe $100,000 is what they start off with. And every time they do something, like they subtract like five or 10000 mm-hmm. Anyway, it's like pretty cray cray. But anyway, just you wait until you find out what this winning, what they win. <laughs> it, the, the perfect match reminded me of Are You the One? Did you ever watch that on MTV? No, but I know what it is. And Kate always is telling. Kate does get mentioned a lot and I'm very upset about it. But Kate, I need to talk to you. We haven't talked in a very long time, but but she was always telling me to watch it. But it reminds me of Love Island too. It's like, they're all the same. You know, there's only so many yeah. versions. Now the one I would never, ever, 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 ever do would be Married at First Sight. Mm, yeah where like it's basically an arranged marriage by experts in quotations never 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 like i would never get a wedding dress on and stand there and like wait or like walk down the aisle and not know like who who that person person is is. yeah because you can't get an annulment it's a true it would be a true divorce if it didn't work out Cause at the end, like you get like, you spend six weeks married to them or something. And then you go to see the experts and experts are like, are you guys going to stay together? And majority of them are like, no, we're not going to stay together. So hmm. yeah. I'd be like, well, that was a waste. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you know, fun fact, if you actually were trying to go on a show that has produced more successful relationships, marriages, 
long-term dating, babies, all that. Do you know what show you need to go on? It's factual. This is not just me saying this. this. Is this a, like a love show? I'm just saying, what show do you think you got to go on to find your mate? In a, in lo- Any, like a, it's a reality show. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Big Brother. Ah, yes! Uh, really? How do you know? I don't Actually know. speaking, more successful relationships have come out of Big Brother than any other reality show, including all the dating ones. <laughs> and that it makes perfect sense because Big Brother is about 90 days. Like, it's a little shorter than that. But it's about 90 days where your cell phone's taken away. There's no television. There's no outside influence. You're only with the people who are in the house. You know, and obviously one by one they get evicted. But, like, for 90 days you're just sitting around. <laughs> like, so if you do actually find somebody interesting, you know, or attractive, you have literally nothing but time to get to know them. So, you know, like it makes sense that if you then decide to date outside the house, like that it's likely going to work because you've already lived with them. Mm-hmm. You spent days on days on days with them. So didn't the most recent winner of Big Brother end up with somebody from the show? Mm-hmm. She was Miss Michigan, I think. Taylor. Yeah. She did have two people from the show who were interested in her. So possibly there have been so many and there are several big brother babies that exist now Mm -hmm. like several people who like dated somebody else from the show and now they're dating someone else from their season you know you like so many instances of that because again like you spend so much time with these people so like we were roommates think about it (laughs) and we could leave (laughs) like you find out so much information and like all about their habits. So I guess what I'm supposed or what I'm saying is like, you should go on big brother. <laughs> no, I couldn't do any of those shows. Cause like you have like the lying and the, 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 oh, I live for it. The ski scheming. scheming. Yeah. Scheming. I was going to say scheming. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> all of that. Like it, it would just be like too much for me. Uh-huh. So you're saying, cause you have a sweet sensitive heart. And I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, it's so funny. Like I did say I had to stick to just love shows, but I think we've run through the gamut of the love shows at mm-hmm. the moment. But so to wrap up, I guess I have watched reality television my entire life. And as of late, you know, as I've had kids, so I would get so annoyed with the 30 somethings plus anyone over the age of 30 who did have kids on those shows. Cause most of the time they're contestants in their twenties and they'd be like, I'm doing this show for my kids. And I'd be like, Egh. but like, and like, I'm lying and I'm cheating or not. They never cheat. Cause that I would literally <laughs> like yeah. be caught yeah, on yeah, camera, yeah. but <laughs> I'm lying and manipulating these people, but I'm doing it for my kids. And I'd be like, Bleh. like you're doing it cause you like it. But like, that may all be true still, like you're doing it because you like it. But totally, if I was on one of those competition shows, I'd be like, I'm doing it for my kids and for my husband. <laughs> because like what, I mean, life changing. <laughs> I want to be on a show. I, I am made to be on a show. But the circle, you don't even get that much money. That's the problem. It doesn't even matter because by then, as long as you stay on as long as you can. I know. 
You'll get money from being an See, influencer. See, but I don't want to be on Big Brother. That would just make my entire life. Like I have a perfect life, it, you know, according to me. <laughs> like, according to me, I have a perfect life. Like I love everything about my life. Love my house, love my husband, love my kids. My dogs are fine. But like, you know, all that good Your stuff. Your dogs are fine. <laughs> yeah, they're just like so annoying. But anyway, you know, like great life good cars, good everything, good job, great job, you know, all that. But the icing on that perfect life would to be a reality television contestant. (laughs) (laughs) Turn influencer. Like that would be so great. (laughs) Yeah. Well, just know that if you do any competition show, even if you don't win, just stay on as long as you possibly can. Because if you get voted off the first night, it was I pointless. I know that that would honestly, I, it's like, am I mentally fit enough to be the first contestant out? Cause I don't think I am. I don't think I'm ready. Well, and the thing about love is blind is like they, for the pods, you, they, you show like 25 people, right. You know, men and women, but you only get down, you only narrow it down to like five or six couples or whatever it is ends up being. Yeah. And it's like, that would suck too. Like how, like how in that, I would love to know because you want to survive on that show too. You know, oh, you sense. definitely do. That's why some shady characters make it. Cause it like that guy on that last season who put the fake tears, like they yeah. remember the guy, Andrew, he was using fake tears, <laughs> like in his confessionals to make himself look, you know, yes. more sensitive about the topics than he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There. So I would, so I wonder, I'm like, so why did they get chosen? Because there was one in season two yeah. where she did like an interview and everyone was like, where did she go? Yeah. And it was like, at the, it was like the first episode, like, welcome to the pods. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you use her interview if she's not like going to be shown yeah. or like Elsie, she does show up on the perfect match and she was a contestant from season one. Love is blind. That didn't make it. Mm-hmm. But you know, this is the thing. Like I just, I would never obviously be going on a love competition show. So we, but you will, and I can't wait. <laughs> and then we can parlay that. Okay. This is, this is how it goes. This is our success story, Aaron. It all hinges on you getting on love is blind. <laughs> you go on love is blind. You have to get into the, phase two part so you do have to get engaged i hope you find love then (laughs) but regardless our podcast blows up then we go together in tandem on the circle again under the guise that we have this like relationship podcast and we'll be perfect in the circle okay so then that parlay, we win, we get finals, something like that. But we make great television. Okay. So now they're like, well, Kelsey's always had this dream of being on Big Brother. And so then I get to go on Big Brother. Or you could just like sign up for Big Brother <laughs> without <laughs> all of this work to get there. Yeah. But what fun would that be, Aaron? What fun- I have actually done the application before as well. I have never submitted it, but it's on my old laptop. Do you have to do like a video and like why you want to be on Big Brother? Yeah, I think you do. But at the time when I like started filling out the application, you also had to be 21. And I wasn't 21 yet. Mm. I was in college. But yeah, when I was going to submit for The Bachelor, you had to be 21. And I wasn't 21 yet. Did you? But you did all of the components for Love is Blind. 
I did. Like it's, I could, it's on this computer. Like I could go and submit it, but they turn off the applications. Right. After a certain time. So, but one of the ones that was like, we, we need a full body shot of you, but it can't be a selfie. Like it can't be like a mirror selfie. So, that so someone fun. had to take it or well, did you I put just, on a tripod? Yeah. I just put my, pulled out my camera and took it myself, but it, Can you post that picture, please. <laughs> for Instagram. Thank you so much. That will be on this week's content. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if this makes it into the episode or if you cut it. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Oh, I know that I took you on a whirlwind in that beginning up like intro about Vanderpump rules, but the moral of the story was that was not a relationship podcast or a relationship television show and yet it is just i mean there is just so much relationship drama and i is that drama to bait before we end yeah is that on the level of like lisa renna throwing her breaking the glass throwing her drink saying don't you dare talk about my husband or don't you ever have my husband's (laughs) name in your mouth Uh or is it like bethany mention it all like that level Okay, so I would say this level of drama is like I want to choose wisely here. It's like Jen Shaw and the 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 episode where she the FBI show up. Okay. Like shit is going down gotcha. and as like we're watching it unfold in real time and there's so much to it. It's actually not comparable to anything in my opinion. And I watch it all. Like Bethany mentioned it all. I watch it all. I do not. Yeah. <laughs> and just something I think you'll really enjoy. And then I'll take us out is as a Real Housewives of New York fan, which you are, mm-hmm. you know, the scene that they always use between Bethany and Luann where it's like, don't tell me it's about Tom. And she goes, it's about Tom. Yeah. You know that like meme. So that's like circling everywhere right now because it's about Tom. Just yeah. Like a different Tom. <laughs> and then there's some there's some like things out there that are saying, like, don't let Raquel, who's the one sleeping with everybody. Again, not shaming her for sleeping around. Shaming her for sleeping around with her best friend's committed boyfriend. Anyway, just want to make that clear. There's like memes going around because, you know, two Toms back to back. And so it's like, don't let her get close to Tom, like Augustino or whatever, which is Luann's Tom. So just cute little funny things there. But anyway, if you made it to the end of this podcast, wow. <laughs> and thank you wowie (laughs) wowie and thank you if you liked what you heard in today's episode we'll be shocked but make sure to subscribe to the podcast don't forget to follow us on instagram at casual and committed podcast tell all of your friends to do so too yes thank you we want followers yes okay Mm -hmm. Oh, and before we go and end this pod, I have a quick message about a little boy who's near and dear to my heart. One of my best friends, Elizabeth, 
and a dedicated listener to this pod, had her first baby, Theo, in August of last year. He was born with an incredibly rare metabolic condition. About a month ago, Theo was put on the transplant list for a new liver. A new liver will essentially cure him of the condition he was born with. For those local to Metro Detroit, this Sunday, March 12th, from 3 to 8 p.m., there will be a fundraising event for the Young's family at Wind Up Beer Company. Come drink a great beer or two. There will be 50-50 and raffle baskets throughout the night, all to support this beautiful family. I'll be there. Hope to see you all there, too. Bye, Erin. Bye.